What's going on, everybody? You know who it is. The Cannabis Guy. Coming at you with another motherfucking smoking session. To get your backwoods ready. Get your joints rolled up. Get your vapes hot. Throw something in that bone. Come medicate with your boy. Got a special guest today. Uh, I don't think it's his first time on the podcast world, or in the podcast world, I should say. But it's his first time on my show. Uh, he's also an avid listener. You know what I'm saying? I know the, I know the guy personally. Uh, I'm definitely appreciative to have him on the show today. We're going to do a little something different, make it a little fun, give a little balance. Everybody say what's up to the homie, T- Tony Totap. <laughs> what it do? Tony Totap in the building. I ain't got a bunch of AKAs, but shit, Tony Totap, we up in this motherfucker. What's, what's good? What's up, guy? What's up with you? Uh, nothing much, man. Just, just ready to chop it up with my guy, cannabis guy. I, I want to do the intro. You know who it is, the cannabis guy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, at first I at first I ain't gonna I was like, man, these niggas is hating, but you know what? From now on, when I get a guest, I'm gonna let y'all niggas do the intro. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, nigga, guest participation. We in this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you probably just coming from uh from hooping. For those who don't know, Tony Toe Tap is the 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 oldest hooper. <laughs> Uncle Drew got it in, like no, nah, <laughs> Fuck in. Am I correct? You just got done. Hooping yeah, down. man. Yeah, man. Leaving the gym as we speak. Perfect. Getting buckets. Mr. Buckets himself. For those who don't know, Tony Totap, you know what I'm saying, played a little college ball, you know what I'm saying, did his little thing in college. You know, um, unfortunately, he had a couple of knee surgeries, so, you know what I'm saying, we couldn't take it to the next level, but that don't mean shit to the guy, you know what I'm saying? He still gets it in, give you buckets whenever he need to give you buckets. Ain't that right? On site. Anybody that want this work, holla at me. No doubt. So I'm gonna go ahead and kick the show off. <coughs> <coughs> oh shit. <coughs> That's a good week. First, hey, hey, hey. First off, before we get into, you know what I'm saying, the whole, you know, the, the meat and potatoes of the show, man, I just want to address one little thing. You know, you know, as you said, I'm an avid listener and you know saying, uh you had a guest on uh and, you know, you, you talked about his ancestry and, you know, he kind of found out that he had a little Indian in his family. Um, I would like to say that probably was the wrong thing to tell your guest because now that he knows that he got Indian in him, this nut-ass nigga is going to be running around talking about he Indian. He's going to try to come up with a name like Kyrie. And you're gonna have one of them Indian names, man. I really don't think that's something that you should have told this particular guest. I just wanted to get that out there before we got into what we was gonna get into. But yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm a little scared about that one. Hold on, man. You got me over here laughing, man. Um. That um, the, the individual you talking about, um, yeah, we all know him as Fat Nasty. Yeah, he definitely gonna be talking about he's part Cherokee or Blackfoot or some dumb shit. We are. Nah, I can't wait. I can't wait to he man. He gonna have some nut ass name, and I already know some nut ass name is on the way. Nigga, Chief Chief Show Bell Grande or some shit like that. Facts, definitely facts. We know that's coming. Uh, <laughs> 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 shit. Okay. Pass it back. Pass it back. <laughs> you stupid nigga. Um, 
But now we're gonna go ahead and jump into the show. Um, you know, for those who listen to the show, you know, I, I want I don't usually, you know, talk about other topics, but I've said it in the past that I felt like I'm a jack of all trades. We can talk about any topic that's out here. I feel like I can hold my own. And so, like I said, we're gonna have a little fun tonight. Nothing too serious. We're gonna talk about, you know, me and your favorite sport, probably a lot of other people's favorite sports out here. Uh, basketball, basketball season coming up. Uh, shout out to the Lakers, shout out to LA Ron, shout out to Zoe, shout out to Kuzma, BI. You know what I'm saying? You go, you want to shout out your team? Hell yeah, shout out to McNugget Nation. You know, we do. I know the cannabis guy, I love it down there in that Denver area, in the mountains. Hey, Rocky mountains, real shit. Shout out to the Nuggets, y'all got good nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited for my Nuggets, man. McNugget Nation, baby. How long, how long have you been? Um, let's just start off. First. How long would you say you've been a, a, a basketball fan? I've been a it, – it's funny because when I – my first love was actually football. No shit. Like I, that was that was my first love when I was when I was a kid, and I finally started getting outside and playing. Probably when I was about, I want to say probably when I was about five or six. Like I was, I was really in love with football, man. Like I, I would make up like my own footballs and shit. Like we, I used to call it a dock. It was duct tape and a bunch of socks, and I was fucking just <laughs> shit to a football. <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I ain't laughing at you. I ain't laughing at you. I just ain't never heard no shit like that. <laughs> hey, man, it's the doc, dog. Hey, be respectful, man. When you was a kid, and you know what I'm saying, you didn't really have, have a lot of shit. You couldn't really get, you know, you know, send no real football, nothing like that. So, yeah, I just, I'll use my resources that I had with me, be down at the park, tossing it around to myself and shit. But, yeah, that was actually my, my, my first love. But then, you know what I'm saying, eventually, you know, start getting taller. And I want to say when I really start falling in love with basketball, it's probably my seventh, my seventh grade year going into uh, eighth grade. That's when I started hitting my little growth spurt, and then you know what I'm saying basketball kind of just took over from there. Shit, I can do. For those who don't know, like I said, don't know Tony Totap personally. This nigga like nine feet tall. No shit. Motherfucker. <laughs> the first time I met him, like I met you, if I ain't mistaken, the following summer. And that nigga was already like the size of my daddy plus some, like on some real shit. Shit was crazy. Barefooted. <laughs> barefooted, nine feet tall, barefooted. <laughs> the nigga tall as fuck, I don't lie. Uh, so so what 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 made you get into basketball besides like obviously being tall, you know what I'm saying? We we all know um basketball players are tall, but like what made you fall in love with the sport? What really made me fall in love with basketball was just the camaraderie, like that the the whole, you know what I'm saying, being on a team and being around a bunch of, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, uh, your friends. Like, you know, when I first started playing basketball, you know, it really was in high school. That was really when I got into organized basketball. So, you know what I'm saying, being, you know, be around, being able to be around my friends, you know what I'm saying, all at one time, pretty much every day, like, you know, so my my brother is older than me, so you know, so they was doing their own thing. They wasn't worried about you know, what I'm saying my little big head ass running around with them. So you know what I'm saying for basketball to come in and me to have you know, what I'm saying like a whole different set of brothers, and then to be playing this game that you know, what I'm saying was fun. Like that's when I really started fa- falling in love with that. Just you know, what I'm saying it wasn't just necessarily the sport itself; it was the other shit that came along with it. I can dig that. I can definitely dig that. That I, I'd say for me. 
uh, it, it definitely fall in those lines. Like my first love wasn't basketball. Actually, my first love was baseball. Um, my first sport, sport I played on the first team and all that shit. And like you said, it's more so just just having a a, a band of brothers. You know, we, you especially as a little boy, you know what I'm saying. You 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 want to be around quote unquote like minded individuals. You think that shit's cool and fun. So that was definitely some reason why I um like gravitated towards basketball eventually. You know what I'm saying, or just team sports in general. But with basketball, like I like seeing like people jumping and shit. Like that shit was cool to me. Like watching niggas jump up in the air, like Michael Jordan and shit was dunking that motherfucker. That shit was crazy. Like, damn, niggas can really do that shit. So that was that was my part. That's how I got to the level of basketball. Was you um was you like most people? Was you a was you a Bulls fan in the nineties or were you or were, have you always been a Nuggets fan? No, I haven't. Actually, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, you know, I ain't one of them guys that doesn't say that, yeah, I got a team that I've been with since I was a little kid. Like I said, basketball wasn't even, you know what I'm saying, my my first sport. But when I start getting into it, like, I start fall, falling in love with just, like, styles of play. Right. And one of the first, you know what I'm saying, players that, you know, I was one of them guys that it wasn't really teams that I liked, it was players. And one of the first players that, you know what I'm saying, caught my eye, was the white boy, white chocolate, Jason Williams. Yeah. I saw, I saw him, first time I saw him play was when he was playing with Florida. And this was when he was in college. So I see this little white boy coming out of court, man. He's dribbling through his leg, doing behind-the-back passes in a college game. So I'm like, man, who this, who this white boy? So as I start watching him, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like him. So eventually he got drafted by Sacramento Kings. So my first team that I really liked was the Sacramento Kings. Okay. Okay. And then I guess over time, you you know what I'm saying they they you still probably more in love with the player more than you was the team. And I guess just over time, when that player eventually left, you you gravitated to another team. Is that what happened, or you just uh, right. it was it, it was actually another player. You know what I'm saying? It was you know Jason Williams. You know I had had a little you know that little run with the Kings. I actually got some good memories. I I still remember that. That 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 shot hit by you you know your boy and la la Shout out to Robert Horry. <laughs> I ain't gonna say his name. I still remember being over at you said one one of our other old boys' house, and then some nut ass little cannabis guy come running all the way from his crib over to the other crib. That's probably about three or four blocks away just to talk shit. Thanks. So yeah, I never get that. Facts. I remember that like yesterday. Ran all the way there. <laughs> yeah, man. So it, it was some good memories. But yeah, it was actually, like I said, another player, and it was it was Carmelo, Carmelo, Anthony, and you know, see what well, that's when I start really I start getting better in basketball. When I first started playing basketball, I didn't even lie was shit. You know, what I'm saying I was hitting growth spurs. I really didn't. You know, what I'm saying didn't know really how to play. Uh, Fuck hell, shit! My freshman year couldn't even touch the rim, all that type of shit. So, as I start getting better, you know, what I'm saying I start watching Carmelo, and I'm like, man, I like his game. I, I, I want my game to be kind of pattern after him because I've always had the little little mid range jump shot. That's one thing that when I first start playing basketball, that's what I always had was a little mid range. So watching him play, he would always do his little jab step, be and he, he'll hit somebody and then be smiling and shit. I'm like, who is this? And this one, he was dust. When he was in high school, he was dusty as fuck. He had them braids, motherfucker, that never got done. <coughs> he had, nigga had game. So, you know, that's 
that's who I really start watching as I really start getting into the game, learning about the shit and, you know what I'm saying, really making basketball, like I said, my first love. Well, really not my first and my second love, but taking over as my first love. Okay. So, Carmelo Anthony, uh, how, how do you feel about Carmelo now? Because, like, me personally. Like... Man, fuck me, though. <laughs> That's how I feel about him. Fuck me. I was trying to – I was going to be dip, diplomatic about this shit, man, but fuck Carmelo, Cayenne, Anthony. Nah, you, you, you are having listeners. So, you know, we don't do diplomatic on this show. We, we speak all – You're right. You're right. Dep- so, yeah, fuck, fuck Melo. Fuck Melo. Why why you say fuck Melo, man? Like me, like I think Melo just fell off like his game wise. Like, you know, he obviously got a badass bitch. Shout out to Mala, you sexy in the motherfucker. Shout out to the motherfucker Cheerio looking titties. Uh but damn, got me got me losing subject thinking about them titties. Lala. Uh but Shout out to Keisha. <laughs> shout out to Keisha. Lala, I mean, damn, see, there you go. Uh <laughs> definitely could hoop. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like like now, like his game is has deteriorated, like not necessarily deteriorate. Let me let me let me let me rephrase. I don't think his game has caught up with the times. Let me that, that that's a better phrase for me. I don't I don't think his game today um matches the way that that basketball is quote unquote go, going. I don't think like Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, you know what I'm saying, those type of players, Allen Iverson, those one-on-one players, like they just dominate the game one-on-one. I don't think none of those players would would be that player, quote unquote, in today's NBA. I just don't believe that. How do you feel? I, that I feel his game ain't caught up, and I also feel his ego ain't caught <laughs> up either. You know, like you said, man, Melo used to he he come from where he was. He was that nigga. He was that guy. Right. And then you know, what I'm saying he start falling off, and the nigga don't he don't want to accept that now. I, I'm gonna say he don't want to accept that now because I don't know what he gonna do this year with his new team. But up until this point, he has not been wanting to accept the fact that, nigga, you are not mellow anymore. You're not hoodie mellow, nigga. You are Carmelo. That's what you know I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he Carmelo Anthony now. He is Carmelo Anthony. And the thing about it is, like, his game and his size, you know what I'm saying, him being, a, him being 6'8", 6'9", 240, 250, you know what I'm saying, can still dribble, still got a little quickness to him, like, if that motherfucker would just accept the fact that he can become, you know what I'm saying, he, he could become, if he really changed his game to being like a true four-man, because, you know what I'm saying, the league now, you know what I'm saying, everything is positionless. So right. that motherfucker could be, he could be one of the coldest four-men in the league at what he has right The fact is still that he don't want to accept that his game done fell off. He still think that, nah, man, I still should be getting 20, 25 shots a game. I still can put up 25 points a game and all that shit. And, nigga, everybody that been watching you know that you can't. Like, I mean, you could if you got a bunch of those shots, but it ain't going to be beneficial to whatever team you're playing for. Right. You're saying so that team wouldn't win. He would just be padding stats. So <laughs> He'd just be putting up numbers. Exactly. Right. I, 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 I totally agree with that. Um, So, do you personally think, like, he gonna have a good season? Do you think Houston gonna have a good season? Like, what's your, what's your take on what Houston possibly gonna do this year? I think that Houston, they're going to fall off a bit, and the reason why I say that is that last year they established a style of play 
that could actually challenge Golden State. Mm-hmm. And that style of play was – it wasn't the fact – that they could score. We already know when you play for Mike D'Antoni, it don't matter who he got. Right. He going to find a way to put up 110 points plus a game. So, with Jeremy. that was <laughs> That was again, hell, we forgot when he was in New York, he did the shit, he turned Chris Duhon. Everybody probably even remember who Chris Duhon was, but Chris Duhon was averaging 18 and almost 8 or 9 assists a game in his system. Chris fucking Duhon. True. So, you know what I'm saying? He gonna he gonna put you if, if you a score, he gonna put you in a position to 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 put up numbers. So like I said, I, I I knew they was gonna have that. But what put them over the top was their defense. Like last year they had a system, their their switching system, and they had guys that could switch every position, like that's something they that they could play position. Exactly. So them losing Trevor Reason, them losing Luke and Bob Mute, like people think, well, oh, yeah, Luke and Bob Mute, yeah, motherfucker, he ain't nobody. He only averaged, you know, three or four points a game. Like, but he was he was paramount to everything that they did on defensive end along with Trevor Reason and then also P.J. Tucker. So you done got rid of two of them three, and now you bringing in Melo, who we know ain't playing no defense. Uh, I'll play better defense than Melo. Facts. And, and, and everybody that know me personally, I don't play shit. <laughs> at all. But that motherfucker, like I said, you bringing in what, James Ennis? Like, you bringing in these guys that you feel that we can just we can just plug in. They'll still be fine offensively, but I think they've taken away that, 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 that extra little boost that they had last year with that defense that was going to help them challenge Golden State. That's why I think they'll fall off a little bit. Like I said, they still go, you know, they'll, they'll win 50-plus games just for the fact that it's regular regular season. You're going, you're going to beat a bunch of teams, 130 to 115, 116. So you're going to get them wins. But when it comes playoff times and you got to count on somebody getting them stops for you, and you already know what Golden State going to do, they're going to run every pick and roll to get a switch with Melo. Every time. That's what they're going to do. So, yeah, to answer the question, I, I don't think they're going to be as good as they was last year, but they, they'll be a contender. They're just not going to really challenge like they could what they was going to do if they would have kept that quarter they had last year. So you say they, they'll be a contender, but they won't – they're not really going to – they can't really contend with Golden State. No. They just they, – they, they're just, they're just kind of in the way. Yeah. They're, they're better than the – they're better than the 6-7 – Four or five seeds, they just you know what I'm saying in the east they would make the finals is what you basically said, yeah. but in the west they just in the way. West they'll still they'll still probably be a top two or three team, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like I said, just because they gonna they gonna get the wins, but they not gonna be that that threat. Like last year, they was a threat to Golden State. This year, I don't think they're gonna be a true threat, barring any injury that Golden State had. Golden State come back intact. And then you know, say they add, you know, uh, uh, you know, Demarcus Cousins and all. They're not gonna, they, they won't be a threat to them like they was last year. So you give, you saying Golden State winning it all? That because that's why uh, me personally, even though I want my, you know, shout out to the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? We definitely coming. I told you 2020. I'm saying 2020, but um, I, I personally think Golden State. I, I just don't see nobody beating that monster team. Like even if they had a, a major injury of let's say. Draymond or or Clay, long as I feel like it's not Steph or KD, they good. It could be Draymond or Clay with adding 
DeMarcus Cousins in, you know what I'm saying? As long as DeMarcus Cousins can put up, he don't even have to put up the 25 points. He could put up 19, 18 points a game, uh, eight and nine rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, they good with that. They're going to be able to score. Yeah, when you when you think about it, you're replacing JaVale McGee with DeMarcus Cousins. Hey, hold on, man. Don't, hey, shout out to JaVale McGee, man. He played he played big minutes, man, for for, uh, for Gold State at some crucial times. I ain't saying he played a lot of minutes. I don't big minutes like that. But I'm saying he did his job. <clears throat> You hey Javale McGee he played I mean he, he used to be a Nugget so you know what I'm saying I've I've always you know what I'm saying had a had an affinity for Javale McGee I just didn't like the fact that we paid him and then the nigga fell off but you know what I'm saying it's, at the end of the day if you got a chance to pick between I know you're a Lakers fan but if you got a chance to pick between Demarcus Cousins and Javale McGee and Javale McGee. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, I ain't gonna lie, Javale McGee. He, hey, he, 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 doing his thing right now. He look like he gonna be, he gonna, he gonna fit in good with with La La Land. But I know we gonna get into that, so I will hold off on, on on getting to the Lakers. But you know, but, you know we gotta, you know, we say the best for last. I mean, we definitely gonna get into that. Uh, <laughs> I just kind of wanted to test the waters and see how you feeling about like what the West is gonna look like. You know, how do you feel your Nuggets are gonna do? You, you said you're a Nuggets fan. Yeah, man. I think actually, I I got my my little my hot take this year. I got my Nuggets finishing in the top four this year. A top four team. So give me, four, four, give me your run there. Give me four, your eight. Top four in the West. Okay. Give me your give me your eight though. Uh, my eight. I could. You got L. A. I mean, I, let me. You got me thinking about L. A. Go. Go. You got Gold State. You got Houston. You're going to have, of course, Utah going to be back in there. You're going to have Lakers going to make the playoffs this year. You got Denver. Um, who else? We got Oklahoma City. Um, Minnesota, to me, they're going to fall out. They're going to be one of the teams that fall out. And they um, and New Orleans is going to be one of the teams that fall out. Portland's going to be there. And I actually think that it's going to be a battle for that eighth spot between them, them two teams I said is going to fall out, New Orleans, Minnesota, and actually San Antonio. I would have had San Antonio solid, solidly in the playoffs, but them niggas just lost DeJounte Murray, and that's going to be a huge loss. They got, yeah, they got, they're going to have to plug Patty Mills in there. Like, so I, I think that they'll, you know, it's pop, so he's going to have them contending, but they're going to be fighting for one of the, that, that eight seed pretty much, but the two teams that I really feel is going to fall out is New Orleans and Minnesota. So you got the, you got the Lakers in there, right? Of course. I, like, you know, I, I didn't hear them good, but I just got to make sure yeah, I heard it. I, right. I, I, got, I got, you, got your niggas in, man. I got, got your niggas in. I, you know, I, I ain't no dummy. <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, do you think um, any team out east could really contend with Golden State? Though I mean, because obviously we we both obviously got Golden State more than likely winning it all. Am I correct? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, man. I mean, I don't, okay. my, my hate, <laughs> hate towards Golden State say fuck no, but my realistic and basketball knowledge say yeah, man. If if, if they don't get, they gonna nothing happens to them. Like you said, one of their major players. They gonna be putting up another trophy, getting some more rings. So, do you think you think Boston can come out the East? Because that's honestly, 
I don't think they got enough basketballs. I, I don't see that happening. And I know they got the best coach, but I, I don't think they got enough basketballs. And I, I really feel like once they really add Gordon Hayward and Kyrie with, with Jalen Brown, who's emerging. And, of course, we know uh, – uh, shit, the little yellow nigga, my, my boy. Uh, from Duke. Shit, can't think of nigga now. Jason Tatum. Yeah, Jason Tatum, you know what I'm saying? He's emerging. Uh, then you got the point guard, uh, uh, number 12. Uh, Terry Rozier, Scary Terry, Scary Terry. Rozier. Like, you got you got a lot of niggas, like, that, that not only need the basketball, but you got some players, like, like it's Kyrie. Kyrie's obviously a, a alpha-type guy. That's why he wanted to leave and get his, quote-unquote, own team, even though right now you can almost say, like, that ain't his team, but that's neither here nor there. Uh Gordon Hayward, you know what I'm saying? He was an established player in Utah, and Brad Stevens was his college coach, so you know he going to get his love. And then you got the number, uh, what, three pick with Jason Tatum, who obviously he got to get some love because he's the number three pick. And if I am mistaken, Jalen Brown was the number three pick, what, the year prior? Right. You can get correct. So, and I you got some niggas that need that love. Hey, and and you you right about that, but you know, so I was just having this this discussion <clears throat> with some other guys last week. You know, what I'm saying honestly, I think if there is a team that could challenge Golden State, Boston would be the team. But well, technically, yeah, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I agree with that. But what, like you said, what's gonna have to happen is like right now they all talking a good game, talking you know that you know that team shit. Yeah, you know we gonna do whatever whatever the team needs and all that, but. It's really going to depend on how they gel this season. Because when you think about it, they, I mean, even though they they bring in their core back, but this is still going to be all brand new because none of them niggas played together all year last year. You know what I'm saying? Gordon Hayward got hurt the first game, and then he was done. So that already that, – that's basically like bringing a new player into, you know what I'm saying, what you're doing. Right. He ain't just any player. You know, he's a – you know, he, he's a – he's a he got star. Right. So we have to try to fit him back in, and then, um, and then the, the guy who I feel that they really need to be trying to groom and and just let and just let this nigga go is Jason Tatum. Like they don't need to, they don't need to hold him back. Like I, you know, saying so watching him last year, like that nigga got that shit. Like he, you can see it. That nigga got that star. Like he, he got star written all over him. Kobe. <laughs> I know you don't want to say it. I'm saying it for the show and for everybody out here. <laughs> Start written all over. Yeah, he, yeah, he might be working out with Kobe and all that shit, but yeah, he got star written over him. But, you know what I'm saying, they need that's who they really need. The pecking order to me, it need to be Kyrie and then Tatum. That's that's who it need to be. And I know that you pay the Gordon, Gordon Hayward all this money, but this nigga is coming back from a major injury. So if if I'm Brad Stevens, I wouldn't even be trying to force it up on him. I would be trying to make, you know what I'm saying, basically kind of make him try to fit into what we got going on. Like I wouldn't try to put all that pressure on him, let him, you know what I'm saying, get his confidence back. But that's really what's going to be his big thing is, is getting that, that confidence back. He actually mentioned it, I want to say about a week ago, after his, his, I think it was his second preseason game, he was talking about how, yeah, you know what I'm saying, you know, he, he's quote-unquote 100%, but he still has that injury in the back Mental. of his mind that makes him not really want to do certain things. So, 
know what I'm saying? That, 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 that's big. That's, that's really going to – that's going to fuck with that nigga all throughout the season. So, he's going to have to get over that. But I wouldn't try to force him back into, you know what I'm saying, what they originally was going to have him doing and all that. Like, nah, man, you got all these young bloods um, that, that, that's ready to go. Like, let these niggas, you know what I'm saying, let these niggas spread their wings and fly. And if these niggas can come together, like, they, they are the team that can really challenge them. But like you said, it's really going to depend on how they gel, if it's enough basketballs, if egos don't start playing, you know what I'm saying, into, oh, hold on, man. I, you know, I went from last year playing 35, 40 minutes a game. Now I'm barely getting 20 minutes. Like, you know what I'm saying, that shit fuck with niggas in the league, especially if you think you're that guy. So, I'm saying that that's that's gonna be key to how successful they can be. I w- I wouldn't mind seeing uh Philly because you know I got I got a you know a factuation with Ben Simmons man that's even though I'm a Lakers fan down hard and Ben Simmons my favorite player in the league like I've been saying that when he first was coming into the league and then when I mean in college like I, I love his game man obviously he he plays like LeBron in a sense but he's a little bit taller he's not as he's not as athletic. But I feel like, um, I mean, LeBron is the the most freakish person on earth. So to be a, a, a inch under, or you know what I'm saying, a notch, un, unathletic as LeBron, or however fuck you want to say it, you know what I'm saying, that ain't that ain't shit. You know what I mean? So Ben Simmons, that nigga, and Joel Embiid, um, I like I like his game, but not more, more than I like his game, I like his mental because you know. Uh, I like that talking shit. Like I, when I played basketball, that's what I did. I talk shit. You know what I'm saying. So to hear another motherfucker talk shit and he backing that shit up, and even when he don't back it up or whatever, he have a bad game. You know what I'm saying. He don't shy away from it. You know what I'm saying. He take it on the chin and keep it going. Like that's who I would personally like to see. Uh, and obviously, being a Laker fan, I don't ever want to see Boston do shit good. So <laughs> yeah, they yeah Philly. Like I, I, I mean, I still. Like Philly, I think that they're going to be a contender. Hell, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Joel B. You know, your former Jayhawk, Rock Chalk, you know. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? The thing that I think that's going to hurt them is <clears throat> they lost a lot of shooting this offseason. And last year, you know what I'm saying, when they start – when they took off at the end of last year, well, I think they won like 20 in a row, like 19 uh, – uh, 19 to 20, it was, it was some, you know what I'm saying, outrageous number of games that they won, you know what I'm saying, to kind of finish the season off that, uh, you know say, propelled them into the playoffs. It was when they picked up Marco Bellinelli and uh, Irsan Ilyasova at the um, at the trade deadline. You know what I'm saying? They got bought out. They brought them in. And that basically opened the floor up for saying, uh, Ben Simmons to do what he do and Joel Embiid to do what he do because they had more shooting along with J.J. Reddick. But they lose both of them. And you plugging in Markel Fultz now, like I'm until I see him, you know what I'm saying? You know, they they don't say that he done, you know, been working on this jump shot and all that. You know what I'm saying? Until I see him not having the, the yips anymore is what they said he had. I ain't never heard that shit in my life. Had the yips, nigga. The fuck is the yips? <laughs> nigga had to put that shit up on some real shit. <laughs> the yips. Well, basically, they say the nigga ain't got the yips no more. So, you know what I'm saying? You plugging him in now, and, you know, you're going to, if you, you're expecting to play him major minutes, like, that's what I feel is kind of going to kind of hurt them when it comes playoff time, is because if you got him on the floor along with Ben Simmons, who we know, you know what I'm saying, don't, don't want to shoot, 
like that ain't going to do nothing but just shrink the floor even more. So I just think it's going to be a lot tougher on them because they lost some shooters. Now, granted, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's a long season. Of course, you know, niggas bring other niggas in. They might bring some people back in, you know what I'm saying, trade deadline again this year. But I think them losing that shooting is going to kind of keep – what's going to bring them a step back than what they was last year. But if 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 – them niggas, they they gonna contend with Boston. Like that's why I got in the Eastern Conference Finals is Philly and Boston. Over Toronto. Over Toronto. I mean, because technically, when you look at Toronto, even though like I'm just, I mean, obviously I'm I'm basing it off of like NBA 2K type of shit because you always gotta add in chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Like real chemistry, not no bullshit chemistry on the game. But uh, like you substitute Demar Derozan for if a healthy. Kawhi Leonard, you know what I'm saying? Facts. And that's really a swap, you know what I'm saying, in a sense. I mean, I know, uh, what's his name? Per- Purcell, whatever the, you know, yeah, the, the, the one yeah. at the top. Yeah. He, he, he cool, but he ain't, he's not a difference maker. He wasn't a difference maker for Toronto. Right. So when you just substitute the two, I'm like, shit, Toronto had the best record in the league, well, well in the East, you know what I'm saying? They had the best record in the East, and they just traded DeMar DeRozan, who couldn't do shit with LeBron. He was scared of this nigga. And they added Kawhi Leonard, who, you know, something ain't right with that boy upstairs. We, we saw that with that boy. <laughs> so, he's, a, he's obviously a better player. He's been on the big stage. You know, he's a finals MVP. So then you think you like, well, then they add him. And then you substitute LeBron. You move that nigga west now. He ain't even in the East. Now he's west. You almost kind of feel like, shit, Toronto got a chance for real. And I'm with you all the way with everything you said. You are right. That is a definite upgrade. Like, if you if you had a chance to pick between DeMar DeRozan and a healthy Kawhi Leonard, I'm taking Kawhi Leonard every single time. But right. the thing that always – Turns me off from Toronto, although, yeah, of course, it was LeBron and him being in the East. With him gone, though, I still just can't trust Kyle Lowry. Like, Kyle Lowry is one of the <laughs> one of the worst good point guards in the, in the league. Like, to me, like, I just – I don't like Kyle Lowry's – it ain't really necessarily his game. It's his demeanor. Like, the nigga really carries himself like – like he's he's up there with the top guys like Steph Curry and 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 Kyrie and them niggas like that. And I know when you I'm saying I know when you at that level like that's the mentality that you have to have. But it's just his whole demeanor, his little mannerism. He got these old bitch ass mannerisms about you know what I'm saying when you ask some shit, he be acting like you know what I'm saying like 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 it's a it, you like you disrespecting him from asking some shit. It's just like nigga, you ain't that nigga. Like chill out. And then on top of that. The nigga is really still in his feelings about this whole DeMar DeRozan situation. Like, yeah, man, I know that's your nigga, man, and, and, that, and that's your guy. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm all, I'm all for loyalty and all that type of shit. But at the end of the day, that shit's a business. That nigga gone. He ain't, he ain't coming back. So get over that shit, nigga, and play the season now. But you can just tell, like, well, fuck it, that he ain't really, in, in training camp, he's talking about how the nigga wasn't even really really talking and he wasn't himself. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't himself in training camp. And then, you know what I'm saying, I caught a, a, um, a couple of their games, not the full games, but just watch some of some of them 
um, play together and him playing, it's like you can tell that shit's still affecting him. That nigga is still in his feelings about that shit. Like, you a grown-ass man, nigga, like, fuck all that. Get out your feelings, man, and hoop. And that's, to me, that's what I think is going to be, that's what's going to hold them back. Because like you said, yeah, they still got, you know, they still got they, they core, and then you done upgrade it. But, shit, if, if it's me, I know, hey, if I can, that's just like if, you know, you know the, the new Indian nigga, you know, fat motherfucking nasty, he another nigga that hoop too. But if I got a chance to get another nigga that I know can shoot threes better than him, can defend better than this fat fucking nasty, Nigga, come on, nigga. We about to go get these wins, nigga. Hey, I'll be out at the crib, fat fucking nasty, and we can talk about this another day. But that's what that nigga, he just got to get over that shit. And he ain't got over it. Like, the nigga really still, like, you thought he lost his girlfriend. No, I can dig it. I can definitely dig it. All right. Uh, that's that That's that Steve Francis and uh, Tino Moby shit. You know, that makes hey, I, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You, hey, that's that's a perfect example right there. So that hey, what you saying that though? And I remember that. I remember that Houston team was nice, and when they, that trade went down, they, that that shit wasn't the same. So I I didn't think about that. That's true. But fuck all them other teams. Uh, I told you what we was definitely gonna do. Oh shit! Definitely gonna these nuggets. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Say the best for last. Uh, if you, the king came west. <laughs> and it's funny for me saying it, man, because honest on some real shit, man, I, 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 for the last eight years, I talked about everybody who called that nigga that shit. And honestly, I was I was a scorned woman. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm being real tonight. I was a scorned woman. I was mad. I was mad. L.A. Brian didn't choose us. He didn't give us meeting. You know what I'm saying? He never looked at us. He's like, come on, man. We the, we, we, we Halle Berry out here. Nigga, we Kim Carter. We the baddest bitch. Like, how you not fucking with us? So I took it personal the last eight years. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. I miss you know that stuff. That <laughs> hey, what the, hey, what the people really need to know, like, yeah, I know he explained it. But what y'all don't understand is, like, that nigga, like, he really fucking didn't like that nigga, man. When they motherfucking smartest niggas, like, hey, every time he got a chance to bash this nigga, the cannabis guy was letting this nigga have you. I know the cannabis guy don't back down for any fight, nigga, especially when it comes to any type of argument or anything like that. So you bring up LeBron, nigga, it didn't matter what was going on, nigga. It was, it was, hey, y'all already know. But now to see this nigga like, man, L.A. Brown and all this shit, man, this shit is hilarious to me, y'all. I love it. I, I'm a change, man. See, that's the thing people don't understand, man. You can change. You can change who you are. You can change who you are. You're right. You just got to be honest with who you are, though. That's the thing. You got to be honest with who you are. And what the people need to also know, like, his first seven years in the league, I was a fan. I was still a Laker fan. I was cheering for Kobe, but I was a late, you know what I'm saying? I, I like LeBron. He coming in the league, I'm like – no, I, I like this little nigga, you know what I'm saying? I like his game and everything. And then he becomes a free agent. And then he didn't even look at us. Like, I was like, how you didn't do this? So then I was like, fuck you, you a faggot, you a punk, you a bitch, all that shit. I'm admitting it, you know? And then he becomes a free agent again. And then he goes back to Cleveland. I'm like, this bitch ass nigga, you always get this shit. Like, everybody wants you. It's like, he never looked at us. Like, he never take that personal, so. 
I'm I'm here tonight. You know what I'm saying? That's why I had to do this basketball show because I get so much flack from, you know what I'm saying, my peers and my friend, friends and shit talking about me about how I'm, I'm all uh, L.A. Brown. Like, I'm even going to get a jersey. Like, that's real shit. Uh, I'm fully, fully engaged. So, you gonna put your queen uh, jersey on? No, nah, no, nah, we, we don't know anything about that. Um, <laughs> but I, I know you used to hate the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not a Kobe fan. But how do you feel about the Lakers now? I mean, because you, you, I mean, while I was hating on LA Brian, you know what I'm saying? You were still a, you know what I'm saying, basically a fan in a sense, you know what I'm saying? You wasn't, you wasn't hating on. So how do you feel today? Knowing that he's joining your arch nemesis, man, it's at the end of the day, it's always gonna be fuck the Lakers, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, they 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 one of our they they one of our rivals, and a lot of my hate for the Lakers, you know, what I'm saying it, it truly came from you know what I'm saying Kobe. Everybody, all niggas know that I, you know what I'm I, I was I was a Kobe hater, shit, nigga. I, I would go, I went to the the extent, nigga, went on Facebook, nigga. I started a group <laughs> uh, <laughs> called Kobe Hate, nigga. Hashtag Kobe hate me. So anything that I could post on there about Kobe, now I remember when that motherfucker had on that uh that the niggas was looking like Jackson and shit. Like like stick to the basketball. I got you. Kobe. Come on, man. We're trying to get a history. I'm just trying to get a little history behind it. So I'm just saying that's where my my hate came because you know what I'm saying I hated Kobe so much. And the thing about Kobe is like nigga, I didn't. I, I hated Kobe, but it was really more because I knew how great Kobe was. And Kobe used to always do shit that fucking ruined my days or ruined my weeks or ruined my months, you know what I'm saying? Because he would always do some shit that would fuck over my teams every single time. Mm-hmm. It, it it never failed, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The recent one was when motherfuckers beat us, beat my Nuggets in 2009 when I thought, you know what I'm saying, that was a year. Motherfuckers going to make it to the finals and shit. We had to play the fucking Lakers, man. Nigga, we had we had the team ready to go. But motherfucker, when you got one of the greatest players of all time and a nigga that got that mentality, like, I don't give a fuck what y'all got, nigga. Y'all can't fuck with me. Like, that shit still eats me to this day. So when I see Kobe, I see Lakers. So that's really where my Lakers hate come from, you know what I'm saying? Because I you know, I've always liked Shaq, you know what I'm saying? When he was with the Lakers, like you know, I was I was happy when that motherfucker run. I remember when he won his first championship. Uh, matter of fact, I was at KU camp when motherfuckers they played Indiana. He won his first championship. Nigga, he had that old ugly crying shit and all that. Like, so it never really has been like you know. I'm saying I, I just hate the Lakers. I'm one of the niggas because I grew up hating the Lakers. Now nah, it was all because of really one nigga. And then on top of that, with me being a Nuggets fan and them motherfuckers always beating us, nigga, and sweeping us and all that shit. Man, it was fuck the Lakers. But to see, you know what I'm saying, LeBron go over there, like, it's still going to be fuck the Lakers, but they going to have to be one of my teams that I add on to my little league pass watch because, nigga, you know what I'm saying, I, hell, I watched LeBron when he's in fucking Cleveland. That ass Cleveland. So, nigga, motherfucker, be going to, you know what I'm saying, one of the, <clears throat> one of the, the, the NBA conglomerates, you know what I'm saying? And and you think that we ain't going to watch them? Nah, yeah, I'm definitely going to be paying attention. I'll be lying if I'm saying that I won't be paying attention. I definitely will be paying attention. We definitely will appreciate all the support, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, 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 it's a difference between support and paying attention. <laughs> I'll be 
Well, it's still support. I support that nut ass purple and gold. And that purple and gold can eat a dick. Okay, my bad. We appreciate you tuning in. You know what I'm saying? With your, we appreciate your 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 attention. That's what that's the word I'd rather use today. Uh, we appreciate your attention, whether it's good or bad. Uh, all publicity is good publicity, so all attention is good. All attention is good. Right, we, get it, or, we, get or, we get it, man. So, um, now, nah, like I said, man, I, I'm definitely excited about the basketball season, man. I, I don't really, you know, as you know, I don't really too fuck around with college too much. Like, I mean, I know basketball, but I don't really follow it enough to to have a conversation right now. So who you think going to do this and that? So I definitely appreciate you coming on tonight, man, and doing the, the little little basketball NBA show. You're an avid listener. You know, we don't really do too too many no shows like this, really. All my shows are on some serious shit. So it was, it was definitely a hell yeah. And great to have you on to be able to do something different, my brother. Hey, man, I appreciate it, man. Anytime, man. Definitely going to be coming back on, too. Uh, definitely, man. I'm gonna have to get all the all the young fuck boys on this motherfucker one day, man. We gonna have to talk some fuck shit. Uh, yeah. Like that show would go. <laughs> <laughs> we got some stories for that ass. Like, well, that them, that motherfucker. I might not even be able to publish that type of show. <laughs> <laughs> got to get you a bunch. Of, you got to get you. Uh, you got to call the candy man. Get you a bunch of shit ready to go. Uh, man, I, I'll be seeing the, the candy man. I couldn't really shout him out today, man, because he he didn't he wasn't he wasn't like I went to go get a haircut and I usually go visit the candy store after I get there and get my haircut. It's just my little thing I like to do, you know what I'm saying? He's close by and whatnot. And when I'm calm hitting the candy man up, I'm like, What's up, what's up? He like, Man, I'm in the middle grabbing some 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 treats. I'll, I'll be there later. I'm like, damn it, I gotta go to the system. I'm all fucked up, so man, I can't even get high before I go um day. But I will be visiting the Candyman tomorrow, so shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> Get a shout out there. Yeah, yeah, but you got you got anything you want to shout out, man? Drop anything, you know what I'm saying? Before we get up out of here. Oh man, only thing I got, man, you saying just shout out to all my all, all, all my people, all my bros, everybody. You know what I'm saying? That that you know that that rock with me. You know, it's always gonna be love from my way. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why my love goes out to everybody that got love for me. So. Shout out to all y'all. Right, right. Hell yeah. Appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Continue to tune in to the Cannabis Guide. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm waiting for them questions some more. You know what I'm saying? I, I love it. I love to be able to interact with the audience. You know what I'm saying? It's D-A-K-A-N-I-B-U-S-G-O-D. That's the Instagram or D-A-K-A-N-I-B-U-S-G-O-D at gmail.com. Shout out to G-Dom and G-Dom Speaks, man. I just checked your couple shows out why I got married and, uh, what was the other one? Uh, ignore niggas, man. You you putting out some good content, man. So for those who don't know, man, check out G Dom and G Dom Speaks. Shout out to Trees Company, that's Moon Rock Mason, Harry Potter, myself, the Cannabis Guy. We uh drop shows usually on Monday. So until next time, for all my guys and goddesses, I love y'all. Peace. We out. Peace.